think editorializing on interesting facts is sort of like the gist of it. What does factual even mean anyway? I mean, it certainly means different things to different people. Okay, I'm recording. Hello. All right, we're Hello. both recording. Good job. We are both recording. We are both recording. Woo. Um, okay, so uh, here we go. Welcome to Feature Creep, colon. Built-in microwave. Semicolon. Uh, color. Well. <clears throat> Pantone bullshit. Pantone bullshit. Um, yeah. I. So uh, where to even start with this one? I think um, I, I'm always a little reticent to be like hypercritical of something because I'm like, well, what? A, but again, throwing throwing stones in glass houses. Let's go. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, we have some problems with Pantone and their color of the year Yeah, in concept philosophically, as well as their individual choices for the colors featured annually. Yeah. So let's just I, like, what is Pantone? So Pantone is a company that, uh, they basically, they're headquartered in, uh, New Jersey, and there well, there's your whole problem right there yes <laughs> um they basically provide like their best known product is something um which is basically like a proprietary color space um used in a variety of industries so i'm kind of paraphrasing from um, wikipedia here their website themselves the pantone.com <coughs> they uh basically suggest that they provide a universal language of color that enables color critical decisions through every stage of the workflow for brands and manufacturers. So um, they do provide like a wide range of um, color coloring tools and middleware. I don't know how else to describe it. It's kind of like um, they're not the ones who actually do the coloring they're the ones who try, they're trying to kind of represent themselves as some kind of coloring standard so that um, color standards meet color standards or whatever that is. So uh, it's not, I don't think either of us are arguing that there isn't a need for the ability to say, um, <clears throat> communicate a color to say someone across the globe and then have them be able to represent the same color value um, on their manufactured product. Right. Or like, even on their webs on their webpage. Um like a classic example is Coca-Cola Red. Yes. And part of what makes it so recognizable is that no matter where you go, anytime you see a Coca-Cola logo, whether it's on a t shirt or on the side of a van or on a building or lit up on a television monitor or printed on the side of a, a beverage can, that red color is the same red across all of the mediums that you apply it to and the way that they're able to do that is by cataloging the features of the color like the actual pigment right and then labeling that and then saying okay well how can we get this pigment to appear to the human eye the same whether you print it on a t-shirt or a can or a website or whatever and like <clears throat> pan pantone as a company their thing is to helping you take the guesswork out of the colors that you're using and making sure that you're the, that the color itself that you choose for your logo and your business identity or, and what you market with is identical across, like it's unique to you and identical across all things. I mean, lots of people use lots of colors in Pantone that are not unique to them, but you can like register your company's color, I think. But 
Yeah, I mean, they kind of provide a service for <clears throat> controlling and making sure there's uniformity across your color. Like, you know, if you're creating a product, of, like, for instance, if you sell T-shirts or uh, like to stick with a Coca-Cola example, um, making sure your T-shirts are the same Coca-Cola red as the cans and all the cans are the same color despite wherever they are manufactured. Um, yeah. Whether the cans are being printed in, you know, Mexico or New York or wherever, you know, wherever that factory happens to be. They're all the same color. So, um, and that, like, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, that, that, that is a, a, a difficult challenge, um, to make sure that you're, you know, you're color matching when you're not, when you're not in the same space to control for the color. So, right. um, it's not to say that there isn't a need for standard. It's just that there are standards. But what Pantone does is they have some, um, they have attempted to, claim intellectual property of a color space that they've created. Um, and so you can't use their, their color. You can't use their list of color numbers and pigment values supposedly without paying them a licensing fee. Um, right. So that in itself is an issue, a problem, um, which delves into intellectual property, property issues, that we currently live with and, and oh god you know, what and a mess a those other, are that's a whole other thing so um rather than get into that i thought we would at least start with the color of the year um just to just to kind of um start with the how we got here to be complaining about this thing in the first place right. um <clears throat> so the thing about the color of the year is that so pantone has uh, every year since 2000 declared one of their colors the color of the year. And this year they announced that the color of the year was Pantone 19-4052 Classic Blue. And then they say that it ins it's instilling calm, confidence, and connection. This enduring blue hue highlights our desire for a dependable and stable foundation on which to build as we cross the threshold into a new era. Man, they could not be farther off from what's been going on for 2020. Nailed it. Right. Um, also, like, the way they talk about it is, like, oh, my God, that, that whole paragraph that you just read is such bullshit. Well, yeah. And so this is where we kind of got to talking. And I feel like the the issue with naming a single color of the year is that it it's so out of context. It's hard to contextualize what, like... So Pantone Classic Blue, I would describe according to the website, um, and you know that's the color I'm looking at. Is it's sort of a muted blue? It's not quite navy blue. Um, it's not a bright blue. It's not a real dark it's blue. Turquoise. It's like it's basically like a bit of a gray blue, um, almost like it's it's not. It's disappointing blue, is what it is, um, and so. Uh, <laughs> It's the thing about it is that uh, you, you're left with, you know, it's this disappointing blue and fine, whatever. Um, it, it's not like a sky blue. It's kind of no, a, it's a blue that nobody would ever want to use for any reason ever, except that Pantone told them to, which is. Well, right. And so, like the, my whole yeah. And my issue is that it's so out of context. So the thing about this color is that you don't have any other colors around it. Right. Bec well, when you name a color of the year, it doesn't matter whether we're talking about this year or last year or any of the other years. 
my issue is that color color by itself becomes gray to people over time because you don't your brain washes it away your brain is looking for contrast and things that are detail and things that pop out at you and so if mm-hmm. you color and an, like if you wash something in an entire like a particular color whether it's a blue gray red green doesn't matter eventually it all kind of fades away and it's not interesting because it's all the same color and so when you name a color of the year it it's so out of context so there's no there they've they've said hey here's this color of this year of the year it's this blue color but there's no context for it like hey here's a color palette or here's why it's contrasting or why we why did we choose this no it's like this color by itself doesn't do anything the color in context of what is colored that color and why is it colored that color and mm-hmm. what colors are is it next to um yeah that is where you end up with um that's where you convey meaning in color to my mind um sure and so just naming a single color by itself just really feels like you've missed the point like it feels like designers did not come up with this this is someone who's doing marketing the one time that I was able to successfully implement a Pantone color of the year into something that I was doing in my real, actually really real life uh-huh. was in 2014, coincidentally, when my brother got married to his wife, Karen, they, I wasn't in the wedding, thank God. Yeah. But I like wore a black cocktail dress to their wedding and I have these like custom made shoes that were made for my feet that are like these high heels and you strap into them using ribbons. Uh-huh. And so you can swap out the like these shoes are fucking great. You can swap out whatever sort of laces that you want to use for them. And because the shoe itself is only a footbed and a platform with nothing on top to strap over your foot, you actually change the whole nature of the shoe depending on what kind of straps you want to weave into it with different colored ribbons and stuff. And so they're like customizable. And so I used the Pantone uh, color of the year in 2014, which was orchid of some kind. Let me look. Radiant orchid, number 18-3224 Pantone color of the year, 2014 radiant orchid. And it's kind of like a magenta. And in fact, like, the color as they present it at the Pantone website for 2014 looks fucking terrible. It's a shitty color. It looks like it looks like the the type of paint color that would be a mix a mismatch at Home Depot. So you get a gallon of it for five dollars and uh-huh. you like slap it in your basement rec room because you know your kids are gonna puke on the walls anyway. Right. But like when you actually try to color match this into other products and things like my nail polish matched the ribbon on my dress matched the ribbons on my shoes because mm-hmm. i use pantone 183224 and there are other uh, the only reason i did it this particular year was because i had this black dress and i was like well i gotta dress it up somehow uh-huh. and like it was very easy because i went to sephora and because sephora is in on all kinds of marketing sephora agrees with pantone that if you just tell people to buy a thing because of its color and people are willing to do that you can tell them to do this every single year probably even more frequently than that and they will do it and spend money on shit they wouldn't have spent money on if they hadn't been thinking about pantone or being directed to spend money on an object colored a certain color and so like when i went to sephora mark jacobs i think Mm-hmm. makes nail overpriced nail polish and they had a pantone color of the near nail polish which was like oh that's convenient and then i went to like some hobby craft store and they were like pantone color of the year um ribbons and so it all just came together 
uh-huh. because I could actually match the color throughout my outfit. Uh-huh. And so it was monochromatic in that it was that purple color, but then it also had a, on a backdrop of black. And so like you're saying, if I had worn just a bunch of that purple color, it would have been overwhelming and fucking terrible. Yes, um, exactly. And it was because of its contrast with black that made the purple stand out and made it look really beautiful. And it turned out awesome. Yeah. But- and and you're also, I mean, I think you're highlighting like the, the useful, like the reason <laughs> that, um, one would use a system like Pantone, um, which is to say that you had you were able to very successfully match colors across products and brands, which is kind of that that's the use of it. But that's not how it's used most of the time. Um, yeah, like there's this. I was reading a Medium article written in 2017. What is the Pantone color of the year, and why is it important? And this is kind of interesting because this lays out the whole thing for you, like. Uh-huh. Um, they say in this article, Pantone Color Institute has been the ki- have been the kings of influence in all aspects of color design and color trends over the years. The Pantone Color System, also known as the PCS, is the most important color matching system in the world, um, solving the problem of complicated color matching in the printing industry. Great, super. Um, the Pantone Color Institute offers designers, marketers, creators, and brands a chance to work together and build a strong and powerful color presence. To me. This is much, you can say all of those other things. Oh, designers and marketers and creators, right? Uh But like what this really is, is about spending money. Yes. I mean, all of this is about consumerism. I mean, that's kind of the point, um, which I think is also our biggest gripe. Uh, It's also, I mean, it's a little bit hard looking at their website. It's so busy and it's so difficult to navigate. Let's talk about that for a second. That website is fucking terrible. Um, It's it's just kind of like it's chock full of jargon it's chock full of jargon it when you if you change so if you change your resolution it attempts to do lower resolutions and support them but then the menu systems are disorientingly shifted um in such a way that it's like you're kind of like you have to start all over again not to mention that they just have a huge amount of menu systems and when you come into their landing page you're kind of left with this just sort of like onslaught of, of like products that they offer. Like, Hey, check out our featured products. Do this. Look at this. Look oh, at our man. color intelligence. Um, yeah. It's and like, their website is so wordy. Like there is fucking text in a million different font sizes and mis- a million different font colors. And yeah. Font, yeah. Font fonts just like all over your, it's like so frenetic. You don't know where the fuck to look. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's horrible it's pretty rough um it's got like if i minimize my screen the entire layout of the website changes yeah um which is a trend lately but i think it's not well executed here um no so i don't know that it's actually like purposeful ever no it's it's a little bit weird um anyway uh like they have a header they have a tab at this website at pantone.com color intelligence and when you click on color intelligence it puts it pops up a drop down menu but the drop down menu is arranged horizontally instead of vertically in a stack under the thing that you just clicked right and then you're left with uh what is that six tabs to choose from and then under each under each tab there's many many selections well sometimes it's a tab which is then more menus um with with built-in sort of 
self-advertisement banners in them that's distracting and pulls you away from the thing that you're looking for. And then Mm -hmm. except for the first tab, which is trend forecast, which is something you can click on, but you can't click on it, but you can't click on all tabs and go to a web page. So the issue, like this is a design problem in itself. So you basically, if you pull down their color color intelligence menu by clicking on it, but it doesn't actually take you to a new web page, it pops up a menu. Then you have six choices that are now presented to you horizontally. And the first of those choices on the left, you can click on to go to a new web page. The rest of them, you can't click on them. If you click on them, the menu disappears and you're right. left That's starting with nothing. And yes, so- <clears throat> I, I found myself on a page and I was trying to tell you how to get to what I was looking for and I could not figure it out. And I tried to press, you know, click back on the yes. browser. To like, well, what page did I come from to get to the page that I want you to see? That uh, sent me back to another page with like menus in menus in menus buried. And I couldn't find the menu within a menu that I had clicked to get to the page that I wanted to show you. And I like by moving backwards in time one page, yeah. I was absolutely unable to figure out how to get back to the page that I got to in the first place. Right. Yeah. It was nuts anyway. And that led us to having this conversation like for about a half hour about how terrible this website is and how much the annoying, the, the, the concept of Pantone's color of the year is annoying and stupid anyway. And then I was like, we should just record that. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize this is going to be such a huge can of worms, but yeah. So, Pantone, so- it's, Pantone, the like kings of color design, clearly poured all of their energy into color and none into their website because this is designed by someone who doesn't. Yeah, it's clearly. really, really poorly executed. Um, I mean, uh, it's unfortunate because it seems like their brand is big into advertising to uh, designers. And so... Well, their whole thing is continuity, right? Yeah, but they're... So why can't you apply that concept to your fucking website? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's so bad yeah it's pretty rough um and so then that kind of it's just sort of really 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 disappointing um this is uh i mean i've just discovered a new thing so they have Mm. they have a color color psychology good in the shop i need tools for color psychology and i just went there and so now it's um but this is just Oh my God, listen to this. Learn more about color psychology. Get the latest in color thought leadership through Pantone Color Institute's publication, speaking engagements, and consulting services. Pantone is literally an empire built out of bullshit. Yeah. um, I mean, there's lots of them. This is just one. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm so upset with their philosophy. Um, They have like... Under their color systems, they have Pantone color systems explained. And they talk about, you know, like they have, they have, they have, they have categorized oh, and they- documented no- over 5,000 colors into two systems, one for print and packaging and the other for product design. Their, <clears throat> sorry, their color, their color system page is like right out of like GeoCities. It's like giant uh like centered centered like giant centered um it's not flashing but it's italic web you know tech or uh font and then um bold all caps font followed by a totally different weighted smaller font that is possibly in italics but i can't quite know for sure but in a different color um then some like scant paragraph sentence paragraph things 
And then single sentence as paragraphs all left justified along with their subheader that is left justified, even though the three lines of text immediately above that. Yes. We're all centered. centered, And then we're back to centered. And then we're in some kind of two column panel thing that is just going all over the place. And then we're down to some other non non matching two panel call or two column panel thing followed by a centered like pop out ad kind of thing. Um, Yeah. And then like video, this is just like it's super it, uh, stimulating, but I have no idea what I'm looking at. Um, literally the whole time you were just describing this page with yeah. the terrible layout, I have been scrolling down it the whole time. <laughs> yes. I mean, like the page has so much fucking text on it, wall to wall text in like shifting but fonts and colors it, and italicies. I, I don't mind if you've got paragraphs and paragraphs of information you want to like convey, then write that then that's fine. But, but the problem with the text is it's part. it's like single sentences with weird bolds and colored words and bullet points occasionally and some buttons everywhere that do things like, I don't know where this is going to take me. If I click this, I'm fucked. How will I get back here? I don't know what's going on. Um, Here's a video of a man holding a kitten and another angry man standing next to him. Yes. Or like somebody who looks like they're about to slap their hand on a countertop. He doesn't look angry. He just looks annoyed at this website he does like they both kind of have a look like what the fuck is going on yeah, here <laughs> like everything this reminds me of that episode of um portlandia where they go to la uh-huh. and like they go to the restaurant around the world <laughs> in 80 plates oh yes and like at some point the waiter who's played by kumil nanjiani is asking carrie um, like, oh, what do you want? What would you like for this? What would you like for this? And he keeps offering these options. And Fred Armisen looks at Carrie and he's like, why are you like everything you say is just going to lead to more questions. Uh-huh. Like, do you, not, do you not see what's happening here? And so like, it reminds me of this Pantone website. Like, do you want, do you want to have a like cheeseburger? Okay. Well, you can't call it. First of all, you can't call it a cheeseburger. You have to call it a burger with cheese. Uh-huh. Uh, and you need to know that in order to order it, but you don't know that unless someone tells you. Yes. Um, and so then when you get an or a, a burger with cheese, there's 600 fucking options for the cheese. And what kind of seeds would you like on the bread for the bun? And like all this other shit. And it's just like every question just opens up another 10 questions that you have to answer. And I, this website reminds me of that. Like it's got one, two, three, four, five topics or, you know, what appear to be like drop down menus and each of them has five menus and each of those you have to click that takes you to a new page with a bunch of its own menus and headers. And it's just like, holy shit. It's, I, I hate this website. Like the experience of this website is upsetting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's confounding. And then like you get, like I was reading this medium article, right? Like how does the color of the year influence marketing trends? And I'm like, okay, here we go. The Pantone color Institute, color trends throughout the year uh institute studies color trends throughout the year in order to decide on the next pantone color of the year so ostensibly there's a group of people sitting around interpreting the world through a single color and then turning around and being like hey all these things that just happened before they led us to think about this for the future and it's like it already happened you're basing your choice of a color for a particular year that you're announcing in advance on past events it's so untimely mm-hmm. it doesn't even make sense they take into consideration all aspects of society fashion marketing social media and even politics the hue chosen as color of the year has been increasingly influential in the vast world of design and brand marketing 
Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it just makes it, everything I hate about America is wrapped up in this company. And I, so I was just looking at the, so when we're on the, um, when you go from the shop to, no, sorry, color systems, Pantone color system explained. Uh huh. And that pa- page, what is the Pantone color system? I just yeah. noticed. So under the menu that we use to get here, there's actually th- four tabs at the top that you wouldn't really know for sure are tabs, but it's intro graphics, fashion and product. And so if you click on graphics, now all of a sudden you're on a whole nother page that then is the Pantone color system dash graphics. And it pops up a new like flashy ad of, but it's not an ad to be clear. These aren't ads. These are like self like self ads, right? Like they're promoting other things in their system. And they're like, it, the first thing that pops up is a link to something entirely unrelated in big flashy, (laughs) you know, big bold. And then under that is your tabs that you've navigated through. And then under that is the new title. But then under that is a whole set system of new sub tabs four new sub tabs. And if I click on one of those, I'm like brought down into the page deep down in some kind of like weird dungeon space that I'm like, I will never be able to tell someone how to get to this piece of information. This is just like, like I can't even link to this because it doesn't change. This is what happens when a company like Pantone becomes wildly successful at selling nothing and then has to figure out what to do with all that fucking money. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause this is terrible. Like this doesn't do any, I can't, I cannot make an argument that this website incentivizes anyone to spend any money on anything. No, I don't. How do you even find a thing to pay for here? I, yeah, I don't know. I really don't. Know. I don't know. Cause you can order. There's a shopping cart. You can't, you, know? you can't. Have you tried to shop the Pantone website? You can't. Um, so anyway, I just, I like, I, I never realized I would hate something this much. Uh huh. Just like casual hatred. Like, oh, uh, isn't Pantone hilarious? I wonder what the Pantone color of the year is. Now I'm mad. (laughs) Uh, Like this too. Like, okay, this Medium article also says, when posting your classic blue, remember that's the 2020 Pantone color of the year. Uh When posting your classic blue inspired visual marketing designs on social media, don't forget to use the dedicated hashtag, hashtag C0. No, that's a, oh, classic oh c-o-y color of the year see hashtag c-o-y 2020 and get an extra and unexpected exposure so all of this is basically like a giant marketing circle jerk uh-huh and it's just a bunch of people like giving each other hand jobs over fucking color like it's something they invented yes it's amazing it's that any kind of product can be manufactured with the color of the year. For example, Pantone has a line of products that renew every year with a new color. Mugs, keychains, specialized color chips. Pantone also has a special plastic color matching system for plastic product manufacturing. Like, they're, this reminds me of real estate where you're trying to buy a house uh-huh. and out of nowhere, somebody like materializes down the fucking like pike and says, oh, uh, before you can do that, you have to do this other thing and it's going to cost you $600 because you have to pay this specialist. And I'm like, you're not a specialist. You're a vulture. You're somebody who inserted yourself into an otherwise, nor- you know, like straightforward process. I would like to acquire a thing using money. Yeah. And you've turned it into this like insane three ring circus of like marketing and pointless expenditure and wastefulness 
and greed. And that's how I think of this Pantone annual color business. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. And like all of these colors that they select, right, that they like elevate to color of the year status. Uh-huh. These are not colors that are trending. These are not colors that are reflected in the in the society at large. These are not popular colors. These are colors that nobody in their goddamn mind would ever use unless someone was like, you should use this because it's a thing. We really mean it. It's not just a fake thing that we said to make you spend money. It's a real thing. It's a thing. Yeah. It just sucks. I just, it's such a lie. As we enter a whole new decade, classic blue arrives to impart a sense of dependability and reassurance. This deep blue is classic, elegant, and timeless. The sensation that this color gives the viewer is a bit of a surprise since it's a color we're used to having around us. None of this makes any sense. No, it really doesn't. Uh. I don't know. I I just hate this shit. It's just like so tacky. Like like this sentence imprinted in our psyches as a restful color. Pantone 19-4052 classic blue brings a sense of peace and tranquility to the human spirit. Says who? It is not making me peaceful or trans tranquil right now. It's making me furious. Yeah, I just feel like it this smacks of um uh, this has got some like very like horoscope sort of vibes to it. Yes, it's totally horoscopy. It's like it's scammy snake oil in the form of like uh-huh. paint. Yes, or, I don't know. It's like like it's paint just, and just oh, color. And- I just had the whole thing irritates me. It's such circular logic. It's like uh-huh. Pantone's a color, and colors are what people use in art, and artists need Pantone. I love, I love this this thing about the pantone color institute tm as in oh, we trademarked the pantone God. color institute which i feel like what which which thing is is trademarked is it the pantone color institute in which case you already have trademarked the, the pantone which means <laughs> that no one else is going to no one else is going to claim pantone in their trademark I mean, I guess like that implies that we could be like, fuck Pantone trademark. Yeah. Because you're saying that it needs to be with an, I don't know. Anyway, I I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of property law or intellectual property law the way some people do. And I'll leave that to them. But um, yeah. Anyway, I go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say you shared with me this fast company article about Pantone's color of the year. Yeah titled Pantone's color of the year is awful. And I love this article. Like who wrote this? I should tell. Um, Oh, I don't know. Well, anyway, it doesn't say, Oh, Oh. Evan, Nicole Brown. That's right. We were like, Evan is a woman's name. Yes. Evan, Nicole Brown. Um, where she's like, classic blue is the color equivalent of watching friends. (laughs) I don't watch friends and I never have not because there's anything wrong with it, but because I don't care about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. <laughs> she says classic blue feels aggressively 1997. Yeah. Joe Biden called. He wants his color and his youth back. God, right. It's an odd choice. It, she says it's an odd choice because in recent years, Pantone has taken pains to make its color of the year culturally relevant. Whose fucking culture is are you talking about? Yeah. That's why 2019 Living Coral was meant to represent our natural surroundings and at the same time a lively presence within social media, whatever the fuck that means. And 2018's Ultraviolet was supposed to suggest the intrigue of what lies ahead. 
Pantone, the leading color trend and palette curation company, describes classic blue as a timeless and enduring blue hue, elegant in its simplicity, uh, suggestive of the sky at dusk, blah, blah, blah. She says, this shade of blue, which looks like a bright navy, which I would agree with. Bright navy is about the right color. Okay, sure. Looks like a bright navy or the color of new denim. It's timeless, but I don't find it reassuring. To me, it calls to mind Facebook's logo and my Google Docs icon. Uh-huh. A vivid blue reminder of data surveillance and the tireless demands of work in 2019 doesn't exactly soothe the soul. Like, I'm so with her on this. Uh-huh. Like, I, if you're just like, hey, buy this fucking color because you're too stupid to think of what colors to use on your own. And every year we've got to pick it out for you. Like, that's fine. I get that. But if you're like, oh, there's all these things, that t-, like everything they say about it, everything Pantone's expressing as the reasons for choosing the color are the exact opposite of what they're claiming led to the choice of the color in the first place. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it feels, it feels like everything that they say is just sort of like, it's, it's just horoscope bullshit. It's just, it's me just being like, it's like, I'm going to say vague statements and then you can apply them as you feel fit. Um, which, I don't know. In a weird kind of weird twisted logic, like kind of makes sense for color. It's like, Hey, I'm going to propose a color and then you can use it as you see fit. Um, but yeah. they're not actually doing that. I mean, that's the part well, of the problem. If they to, were being more like, upfront They're basically about it. trying to position this as like, Hey, here's a thing we're all going to do together. Yeah. Um, like, like we're all going to agree to use this color this year because it's a thing that we're all doing now. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, looks- they're like what Pantone is doing is trying to position themselves in an industry that is designed to move move consumable goods, and so um, from that point of view, I would say that they are um, kind of failing in the sense. I mean, not failing in the sense that they're not meeting the the sort of their niche market of being like a big part of the sort of design community and what's trendy because their website is a fucking disaster. Um, yeah. But which to me, like, you know, I I suppose if your one thing is kind of being middleware and your most, you know, forward facing storefront is probably your website, I think you could probably do better. Um, Yeah. But I don't fucking know. Maybe the other thing is like, we're not consumers of this, right? This might be exactly nailed to the kind of people that want to be looking at this website who are the ones who are in position to be spending money on the products they're trying to move. That's the thing that we don't know. People who have creative or design in their job title who actually have no creativity or design incumbent upon them. Yeah. Or whoever like like, the role that they hold. And like, if, cause if they did, they wouldn't be able to just like whip out a fucking Pantone color and be like, look, I did my job. Right. I mean, this, the way this website is laid out, it's like, it's a fucking disaster, but maybe it's laid out to their customer base. I don't know. Maybe their customer base looks at this and it is comforting and they're like, Oh, this is great. I can just get lost in the minutia of shit and spend four hours choosing a color. And so, and maybe that's exactly what they want. I don't fucking know. Um, but like what medium says is like, the extensive color trending research done by the Pantone Color Institute saves you countless hours of marketing research for your own business. The Pantone Color of the Year is a color trend forecast for the consumer, uh-huh. which means it's intended to be used for consumer products and designs created for clients. Some creative brands renew their look every year according to the new color, but most businesses cannot handle that much change. Right. So what fucking problem are you solving here? I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Like, I, I guess this is like this... Is this is 
what you're witnessing right now is me actually working through a design philosophy as I build it for myself and realizing that like Pantone embodies all of the things that I find antithetical to good design. Right. Even though their whole thing is, we're going to make you have great design. Uh-huh. Che- like, check out the amazing array of products available this year with Classic Blue. How amazing can they be if they're changeable and mutable and, like, get whipped out on a short timeline every year according to the whims of a color matching company? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, <clears throat> um, yeah. So, I mean, that's a thing. We could keep going on this or we could talk about something else or we could call this a short. <laughs> uh, let's call this a short. I feel like that's, we're at 36 oh, minutes. It's a little bit longer than our, well, whatever. It's about the same length as all our other shorts, which are not actually that short. I'm good. Let's call it a short. I mean, I, I did a really short short on flowers. Oh, awesome. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's fine. We're going to call this a short. So everybody, thanks for listening. And um, we hope you don't agree with us and you have your own opinions and you are upset about this enough to write us a hateful email so we can actually have something to read. Um, write us an email about how wrong we are about Ikea's like personal brand being the fucking color of the year for 2020. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please do. Of course, if Pantone called like, oh, that's Ikea blue, Ikea would sue them after having worked with Pantone to secure that color for Ikea only. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. So weird. <sighs> so weird. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Go team. Uh, we'll call that good. So uh, go team. All right.